Welcome back, folks. Today, zooming in from beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, we've got a real estate entrepreneur, half of a dynamic power team. We've got Stephen Tran, his life, lovely wife, Sonia, couldn't join us today because of other commitments. And Stephen focuses on doing the Burr strategy, but not with just a single family house, putting in a basement suite or fixing it up or what have you, but with small multifamily properties. So Really looking forward to this conversation, Stephen. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you, Dave. I'm doing very well, and thanks for uh, thanks for having one half of us uh, present. <laughs> well, that just means you have to work twice as hard to make up for it, but that's all right. We'll take it easy on you, Stephen. So, first of all, hey, we were yeah. talking a little bit off camera. You actually, you and and Sonia actually got started in real estate way back in 2014 with a little condo, and then really <laughs> started to kick things up right when the pandemic hit in 2020. So yes. first things first, what sparked you to get into real estate investing passively? And mm -hmm. then why did you switch gears into active real estate investing six years later? Yeah, of course. Um, so in 2014, uh, we, my wife and I, or at that time we were uh, girlfriend and boyfriend, uh, we were living in a condo downtown Toronto. Um, we were out growing the place. I was working north of the city and didn't necessarily love uh, driving uh, through traffic. Um, traffic was actually... I don't, I don't blame you. I've yeah. only done it a couple of times in Toronto and that was enough. <laughs> it's It was better then actually than it is now, um, which is actually kind of crazy. But we decided that we should uh, get a bigger space. Um, but uh, my actually, I'll, I'll give credit to Sonia. She didn't want to sell the place. She thought it made more sense for us just to rent it out. Um, okay. but, and uh, and we would be able to actually at that time rent for less than we were renting out our place for. So um, it seemed like a, a good financial uh, decision. Um, we were able to upgrade our space at the same time, um, you know, maintain the property maintain the equity and, uh, and have someone reduce your commute, reduce my commute, which was the biggest piece out of all of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. So it wasn't so much to go and buy another property at that time. You actually kept your original property and then found a bigger place that you could rent for then yeah. less than what you're renting out the condo for. Cause it was smack downtown Toronto. Correct. So Got we, thought we, we thought we had a brilliant 25 year plan. Uh, you know, every five years we would repeat this process um, you know, as we were renting, we were saving very aggressively because uh, mm -hmm. our cost of living had gone down um, and we would repeat this uh, every five years. So the five year mark had come. We were uh, in the process of looking for actually another condo. And um, during that process, we decided to. Well, I, uh, I heard a, an ad on the radio um, while, I was, while I was driving around pre pandemic, just before the pandemic happened. Uh, while at work, and uh, it was a educational seminar on real, real estate. So which which was, one? Just out of curiosity, because there's a few of them. Was that a Keyspire uh, one, or was it was Keyspire with Scott McGilvery? Yeah. Got it. All right. So, um, so I uh, I told Sonia about it. I said it's a two hour commitment on a Saturday. Um, I'm sure we're gonna learn something. Um, you know, especially now that we're looking for this next property, yeah. they're gonna sell something. Um, but we're just gonna go for the two hours and then go have a nice lunch. So. Long story short, we we the two hours turned into a weekend to to a to a uh, <laughs> and you bought something. Yeah, <laughs> you, bought you invested something. in some education. That's we, good. All right, we invested a lot actually. Right after that, we realized the power of education and that 
the the 25 year plan that we had was wasn't a bad one actually we you know we had a lot of friends tell us we were crazy that we were renting out our place and then renting a place um and then now we you know we're, we're to, to them they're we're even crazier with what we're doing now outside of the real estate network. yeah Anyone? well well so let's fast forward this yeah. Stephen. so okay you got the education yes you decided to pivot and not just be buying condos every five years what did you jump right into small multifamily burrs or what did your initial foray into yeah so business? right after getting educated we uh we started with uh with a duplex uh we started house hacking i think is mm. the the, the popular term now so we actually still live there now we live upstairs uh, and then we rent out our lower unit um nice. right after that we went on to a uh, another duplex um that we ended up flipping mm-hmm. um and then after completing those two uh that's when we proceeded uh into our five unit conversions in hamilton so we realized what we were doing you know it's just economies of scale you know going from one to two units or one to five um yeah, there's, you know, more capital involved, more moving pieces. Uh, but the reality is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just as much work. And I've yeah. had others tell me that, you know, me going from one to five, I should have gone one to 12 or one to 20. Because um, really, the amount of work that we put in would be similar. But, you know, um, to each their own for us, I, I, I'm happy with the number five for, for, for the two conversions that we're doing right now. So. Well, I mean, think about it. Compared to your original plan, you're going to buy one little condo every five years for whatever, you know, 25 right. years. So you'd end up with five or six rental units when you yes. guys are ready to retire. You right. got educated. You, uh, you know, you went from renting and being a real estate investor to buying your own property, which you converted into a rental, you know, a duplex rental. You're, so you're mm-hmm. house hacking. You've you're, you're getting a tenant to help. That's way better deal. You're getting a tenant to help pay down your yep. your monthly nut, and you get that long term benefit from the home that you live in instead of paying a landlord to pay down their mortgage. And yes. on top of that, now you've got. Did you say you've got two of these five plexes on the go? Correct. Not, yes. You got you've got ten rental units, eleven counting the the twelve and counting the first condo if you kept that. So now you yes. got twelve rental units instead of five 25 years from now yeah so we've definitely you know i guess fast tracked the uh the 25 year plan we're i guess three and a half years into our more active strategy um you know we're looking to be completed both projects um by the end if not the beginning of next year so that's within okay so so where are they in the process right now you've got two five unit buildings in in hamilton uh are they completely untenanted right now or do you have some tenants in and renovating unit by unit how's how's that looking they're completely untenanted uh untenanted mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh we have one of them where we are moving on to fire separation and drywall um this week so we'll be moving on to finishing by the end of the month if not early next month mm-hmm. uh the other one um we will be uh, it's actually um, an extension, uh, an addition build on the back mm-hmm. of the property. So that one is is the scope of work is a little bit longer. So um, we're expecting that one to uh, roll into the beginning of next year. So we're we're heavily into the construction phase of of this uh, of both projects right now. 
Okay, very good. So I'm just, uh, the first one was already a fiveplex when you purchased it. Is that correct? No, so they they were actually both um, single family homes. Uh, oh. One of them, uh, an illegal triplex. Um, so uh, the the one that is getting close to finishing, um, we're doing everything within the building envelope on the the basement. Uh, we had to reconfigure, um, but we kept we kept the unit there. We did have to lower the ground a little bit so that we would have a, a legal basement. Mm -hmm. um, on the main floor, we separated the units, one in the front and one on the back. Each unit is just shy of 400 square feet. And then um, on the second uh, floor, we have two units. And then actually one of the units actually has a, um, a stairway into the attic, which so it's a it's a, like a loft style unit. Mm. Um, so are so these that, all, did you turn them all into kind of like one bedroom type units, studio type apartments? What, what yeah. are they looking like? So we've got uh, two one bedrooms, one one bedroom with a den, uh, one bachelor unit um, that's on two levels, uh -huh. and got uh, a st uh, studio and then studio unit uh, on the main floor. That's really it's we the only reason why it's a studio unit is is for the um, the heating and cooling. We didn't okay. uh, we didn't want to. For the, the square footage, it didn't make sense for us to put up a door and then need to add in a second unit to heat just got the bedroom. So yeah. we put up a big wall and uh, you've, you've got the separation from the bedroom to the living room. Mm -hmm. um, so you still have the privacy, but then you have just the one unit heating, cooling the entire place. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. So big change from running a single little condo to getting into <sighs> multifamily properties and doing all of this development type stuff. Tell me, you know, now that you're mostly through one of them and good way through the other one, what have been your biggest takeaways from this whole process? Surround yourself with uh, people that are doing the things you want to be doing. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's part of the groups, part of the training that you've been part of. So to make this happen, did you guys join forces and do joint ventures with other active real estate investors with a bit more experience than you or what what did you do uh it's it's just my wife and i on these projects mm -hmm. um we we did heavily invest uh into education we, we completely you know i guess did a 180 on our perspective about um you know not buying into programs we realized that um if we were gonna do this and do this properly that uh, we need to leverage other people's knowledge and education. Um, so we, yeah, right. we, I mean, I'm trying to remember the number, but we're easily $60,000, $70,000 worth of education since we started this. Yeah, um, well, I mean, it's it's paying yeah. big dividends. I guess what I'm trying to ask though, Stephen, is mm -hmm. besides surround yourself with people, get educated, all that kind of stuff. Right. Which, yeah, we, we get that. What have been mm -hmm. your big takeaways going through this whole process? Like what, what tangible, practical things have you learned going through this Burr process that have kind of surprised you or pleased you or scared you? <laughs> what, what have been some of your biggest learnings going through this? The highs are highs and the lows are lows. And uh, enjoy, you know, every every part of it, uh, mm -hmm. like a heartbeat, it goes up and down. And, and it, you know, it's just... Um, it's part of the journey. Uh, it's, you know. So, so you, what have been some examples of some of the 
highs going through this process? Let's just focus on what, on your first sure. conversion. So we, we simplify it. So what have been some of the highs and maybe some of the lows on that particular one? Uh, the very first one. So the highs would be um, just drastically reducing our living costs, right? The, the idea of, you know, our initial idea was to purchase a condo. We would have been, um, it, it would have just been a primary residence. We, we converted our primary residence into, uh, you know, uh, it's still a liability, but somewhat of an asset because we did have rental income coming in and that yeah. helped you know, sprint, leap forward into the next property, into the next property. It gave us uh, breathing room. Um, you know, when when you're first stabilizing any property, it's it it's uh, um, a lot of negatives before it's positive uh, mm. in terms of the uh, the bank sheet, the balance sheet, um, and the I think the so you know for us. Um, just our, our daughter's now four and a half and, and having her kind of watch us on this journey um, and having her take floor plans and color it in and tell me where the <laughs> cabinets are going and where the fridge is going um, is a, a, a massive, massive uh, high for us. Okay, um, yeah. Not to, I'm not, we're not going to force her into to real estate, but, uh, but I think for her just to see, um, you know everything unfold and 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 uh, and watch. I guess their parents go after um, what we want. Um, I think will be, you know, subconsciously ingrained into her, into her, uh, into her mindset uh, well into the future. Oh, that's too. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good, that leading by example for sure. Now, yeah. fast forward to your your first conversion, the fiveplex, the one that's almost done now. What about that one? What because that's a big shift going from a duplex to taking a single family home with an illegal suite or two in there and yeah. turning that around, making it into a a legal five unit building. That's a big job. What yeah. have been some of your big takeaways through that whole process? Uh, I guess not- let me get more specific because you're you're juggling two active renovations at the same time are mm-hmm. you working with the same contractor different contractors different teams how are you juggling that stuff we are working with the with the same contractor okay. um we have a bit of an arrangement with our contractor where it's not your typical you know here's your quote um just because of the scope of the work um it's uh, a lot of moving pieces like we when we initially initially did our designs for well, let's just use the the one where um uh, that we're close to completing um the tenants were still in there uh we 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 used a 3d um, scan camera to get all of our measurements and we had to be in and out of there pretty quickly because the tenants didn't necessarily um when we bought it it was tenanted um didn't necessarily like us being in there um the, the, knowing that we could be demolishing the building, yeah. um, you know, with, uh, in the near future. So um, I knew that there would be a lot of surprises. Um, he knew that there would be a lot of surprises. And the reality was the scope of work would be uh, entirely different from, from what was drawn on plan. Mm. And uh, that was uh, 200% accurate. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. 
So I'm, I'm just trying to get a picture. Was this a, like a really old, big, single-family yes. home? Like, like uh, what? What vintage? What year is this? Was it built? Uh, 1902, yeah, double so brick, um, hundred and some years old thing. That yeah, I, I yeah. can only imagine big, yes. beautiful homes, but yes. the amount of work to tur turn that around. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, we as soon as we ripped everything out, we we, we you know the the. The drawings are still in the property, but they're shoved into a corner. And, uh, and you know, luckily, um, you know, it's, it's a, one of the big highs for me is just to uh, to realize my how, how um, amazing of an artist, I guess, my wife is. Uh, wow. Not just that painting, but on layouts and designs. Um, I've never, never knew she was capable of, of doing um, all of that, but she re relayed out everything. Um, uh, for the uh, for the units, every, you know, every kitchen got moved, every bedroom got moved, mm -hmm. um, and we were now working off of uh, my best ability to lay out designs on a computer and her, you know, pen. She, pen pretty, she prettied it up. Yeah, and yeah, she laid everything out, and and you know, we've been uh, we've been just you know uh, going with it, uh, rolling with it, and it's been, um, you know, and. The uh, I think one of the things I was gonna say was you know I've learned to to not judge the moment because um, mm. reality is what may seem like a bad thing um, uh, might actually turn out to be a pretty good thing. I know we we had some delays with uh, repositioning the tenants. Um, you know we uh, they wanted to wait till till the the very end with the LTB hearings, which was fine by us because you know we were applying for a demolition permit. Um, mm -hmm. But during that time, um, while we were waiting, our development charges have actually were reduced. You know, so it all worked out in the end. I've I've got probably a, a several more of those examples where just yeah. I, I you know what seemed during, like a real pain in the butt yes. turned out to be a blessing in disguise. So more, yeah, just so many times. And oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, hey, you so, know what? I was I was going to ask you a question because yeah. did. Did you guys self-finance both of these or did you bring on private lenders, private capital mm -hmm. to help with this kind of stuff? You know, especially that first one with all the delays and everything. Was that just you guys or did you have, do you have partners on board with that? So for, for acquisition um, and carrying cost, uh, we, we took it on ourselves. Uh, mm -hmm. For us, that to, to us was the briskiest part of, of the whole project. Um, once we were under construction, uh, that's when we decided to, to raise capital. So for all of the construction, it's been uh, private capital. Okay. So private capital, um, debt partners, not equity partners, that's I would imagine. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. So second mortgage type stuff and third, that, yep. that sort of financing. Yep. Okay. Very, very cool. Yeah. Because I'm just wondering if you're working with partners on that with all the delays and not having the faintest clue how that's going to turn out, how much it's going to cost. That might be challenging with partners. Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, for us, we, um, yeah, it made sense for us. Like I said, it, we, we knew that that was the riskiest part um, to, to, you know, you're with tenants, with the city. Um, and we wanted to make sure that we were shovel ready before we, uh, before we started raising capital. And, um, and for partners, uh, when it comes to equity partners, JV partnerships, um, for my wife and I, we, I guess we're more conservative. We didn't necessarily want to 
get in bed with somebody so quickly, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's, that's a, that's a long-term thing and yeah. been, uh, fortunate enough to be, to be warned, um, by many seasoned investors that, um, you know, take your time with, if you're able to, to, you know, find a deal that works with private debt, um, do it that way. Uh, I know there's more than one way to bake this cake, but, mm-hmm. uh, for us, it made sense to, um, to do it on our own and, and not yeah. involve, you know, other people's capital. Not, and... not have too many cooks in the kitchen making decisions exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So moving ahead, what, what are you guys' plans now that now let's say fast forward six months, 12 months, you got yeah. both these properties finished up, stabilized. Number one, are you going to hold on to them long-term or sell them? And then number two, what comes next? Uh, the plan is to hold on to both of them for the long-term. Um, okay. we, uh, we After all them. that work you put into them, it'd be a shame to sell them, right? Yes, it would. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, um, with the right number, Anything's you, know, that, yeah. that, you know, anyone would be lying if they said they would never sell something. Yeah. Um, but the plan for these two are to hold on to it and, uh, and keep going. I know, um, you know, we've, we've built a solid team uh, when it comes, especially when it comes to the construction piece of it. Um, we've got an amazing working relationship with, uh, with our general, uh, general contractor. And, um, you know, we, uh, I think we found ourselves a pretty good niche, um, you know, taking something that's uh, single family um, or maybe like a duplex and then uh, being able to take it to a commercial mortgage, um, really contributing to, you know, the, the, the need of, of housing, uh, the, you know, in, in the GTA, surrounding GTA. Um, and I think we were creating a very unique product um, that's, you know, not your single family home, but not your, your condo. We're kind of, you know, the missing middle is, is the term that, um, that we like to use, uh, that was not coined by us, but by somebody else, um, where we're just kind of fitting into a niche where, you know, it's, uh, it's not affordable housing, but it is much more affordable than, than renting a condo, um, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, with, with, in, in our opinion, um, the same level of comfort, uh, the units that, uh, you know, they're all, individually uh heated and cooled um you know we're, we're tearing it right back to the stud and then rebuilding it essentially brand new just keeping the shell um and uh, and properly soundproofing and fire separating everything nice. um beyond code uh we're we're not just you know we we um we we you know we're willing we are investing a little bit extra into the uh into the product just to make sure that uh, that people are comfortable you know we we're, we live in a duplex that uh, that shares vents, and uh, it there's you, you know no, yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's no, like listening to your neighbor all the time. Exactly, there's no way of avoiding sound when you share vents, and and you know just for us, we designed it with uh, with heat pumps and individual units, and then that way no vents are being shared, um, yes. and all all sound is completely barricaded from from all the other units. Oh, that's so. wonderful, Stephen. Hey, if people want to connect with you and find out more, where should they go? Facebook, Instagram, email. Um, it, it maybe give people one choice. If we give them too many options. Sure. It's, it's uh, overwhelming. Can, What's the best way? Uh, the best way would be to look me up, Stephen Tran, uh, on Facebook. And you can direct message me right there. Sounds good. Well, yeah. hey, congratulations to you and Sonia on, on changing your your 25-year plan into a five-year plan. I like that. That's a much better idea. And uh, scaling up so quickly. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you taking the time. 
All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode.